0: Welcome to another episode of Exciting. I'm Vanessa romati and I will let my co-hosts introduce themselves.
1: Hi guys, uh, I'm Luria Ndingbondo and
2: and I'm Kansi Bangu. I didn't realize we were doing full names.
1: Ooh. the always is so full, so I think I just said, okay, you just say, say my full, full name. Well. I,
0: it's actually such a bad, I always say my full name. You should hear me in meetings and just, I always say my full name. I don't know why.
2: I feel like it is so important. I'm just so used to saying, Hi guys, my name is (laughs) Kanzi. Wait,
1: why do you say it like (laughs) that?
2: Because no one can say my name in China.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah,
2: So I'm Kanzi. Yeah. And welcome back to X Like be said, let's get into some icebreakers before we start getting into the nitty gritty of something that we would like to share with you guys about being an expert in various countries, of course. So, guys, we're going to do a little bit of a have you ever session, okay? First one, I'll do like five. Have you ever ridden on a motorcycle? Yes my
1: favorite is, one this, is
2: this in in south africa or in your, your uh, other in, country
1: um so like in other first countries. in another country as well for me so in a uh, congo we have uh, it's called Lemoto, and then um it's okay. like uh yeah and then in tanzania they're called or like Boda Boda, and that's the best way to travel like yo i'm hey, honestly um,
2: honestly I, same Yes, v? I
0: Oh, yeah. So I did it in Ghana, which I forgot what we call them in Ghana. Um, motoc- then I did the Boda Boda in uh, Kenya and the version that they have in Rwanda and also here on a friend's bike. So And my family's bike's in Ghana. So, yeah, a couple bikes.
2: So none of us have ever ridden a, a motorcycle, a bike in South Africa.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're so I don't think I just see them like um I you'll see them with the bolts and the checkers and but you never really see anybody the delivery. Yeah, it's like the delivery guys, but then I've never really seen like oh, and anyone. Of course, yeah.
0: We have the Harley Davidson riders, some is it end of month or I don't know, they usually have their period where they all ride together on the highway and it's a whole string of Harley drivers. You know, my and
1: mom day, my mom thinks they're Satanists. Like, my mom, she'd be like, these guys, they're Satanists, like, oh. The, the, the. <laughs> the ho- I think that's an African. You know, the Harley drivers. Yes, yeah, because, you know, they like, in the black, and they've got the the skulls, and yo, know, my mom is like, yeah, you see, yeah, this is the Satanists. Yeah, I'm just like, they are yeah, very <laughs> African of her. The
2: leather. Yeah. Kandi, did you say yes or no? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I said yes, but not in South Africa.
0: Where?
2: In China. Ah,
0: okay. How? They, are they have
2: them there. Yeah, like, they have e-bikes, like a scooter. So, a lot of people drive e-bikes to work and school because it's a lot cheaper than getting a car or anything like that. Mm. So, like, my friends have them... When I lived in a super busy area, you could, like, get one like how you get a cab. It was it's super convenient, honestly speaking. I don't know why they don't do it in South Africa. It's probably too dangerous, but yeah.
1: Yeah, we already have, like, taxi uh, drivers going crazy. We don't need, like, another addition of craziness.
2: Every single day. Every single day. It's that trauma. Next question. Have you ever won a contest? A competition? Probably no. I also Me haven't. Me too. I haven't. <gasps> Ay, bo. Okay, okay, okay. I don't want to say we're a group of unlucky gals, but come on, guys. Someone needs to play the lotto or something. Have you not <laughs> won? No, I'm never.
0: Oh, okay,
1: we'll have to enter a competition together. Yeah, um,
2: yeah. It's
1: not even yeah. a raffle in school. I have even a raffle, nothing. I've never won anything. Same.
2: Okay, next one. Have you ever met a celebrity? Who? Um,
1: Ooh.
2: I've met people before we became
0: celebrities. I think I've met a few celebrities, but um, football players. Yes, during 2010 World Cup. Yeah. I met Ooh. The Dutch team. Ooh. Um, yeah, I went to go see my uncle at a hotel and they were staying at the same hotel, so I don't
2: know if their bus was pulling out or coming in, but uh yeah. We met Ooh, them. That's cool. Um That is I, so
1: cool. That's Sorry? really cool. Um I uh he I think his name is Tabelo Mukwena. He's a South African actor. Daddy! Um, <laughs> yo I don't want to la- and I think I remember because um we I was doing like promo work and then we were working at an event and then um we were busy like scanning the tickets and then he came and then like um the person next to me was scanning his ticket and then he pointed at me and he's like, Oh, you have such nice, um, you have beautiful skin. I think he said like my you refer to my skin oh. complexion and it's like it's be oh <laughs> I was just there like, oh my god, thank you. He so, basically yeah. said he wants you. No, no. He didn't no. say me. that. I, 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 he didn't say that. He just comes in he just comes <laughs> to me. <him laughs> <in. laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> no, I, you heard it here first.
2: He wants you want to go find him? No, <laughs>
1: um, but yeah,
2: me. Oh my gosh, I've I've met quite a few. Ooh. quite a few, quite a few of them. Because obviously, I went to acting school. Um, so a few of our teachers would be like people that are currently in the at industry that time on TV or something, yeah. And some people that I, I went to school with are now in the industry. Oh, my favorite celebrity that I met was Shekinah, love her, love her. My friend just telling
0: me today that he, he saw Shekinah somewhere and was like starstruck, funny. She-
1: She she looks she looks like when you meet her she's sweet like she wouldn't be you know yeah just be like hey how
2: are you yeah yeah obviously we were all on the same campus and stuff but (laughs) it was funny it was funny it's funny seeing people make it and it's really cool and it sometimes makes me think what if I just stayed in South Africa and just decided to just push my Degree, whatever I got from that. Um. Last question, guys. Are you into extreme sports? First of all, this one has a follow up question. Watching or
1: doing? Doing. Participating. Oh, my answer was
0: going to be no for either. But <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not into extreme sports, but I don't. I like like. Things that will like give you like adrenaline, like yeah, like a bike ride or like yeah. I like those kind of stuff. But I, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm into extreme sports. I'm, I'm with you. Here.
2: So none of you have ever gone Bungie oh, Doctor. Actually
0: I've gone I haven't done either of them, but I've gone um white r- water rafting. Yeah. What? What's we this? Fell over. It's you just go on these really fast uh rapids. I went um uh, to the uh what do you call it lake um tunia where the waterfall is between zambia and zimbabwe victoria oh that beach, place so is so beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> it really is beautiful so yeah they have some rapids um down there you we hiked got on these canoes with some strangers and started that was the first time i've ever rode a boat um we fell over once which was really fun and got back on it was not kind of as intense as you would think but um
2: yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, that sounds
0: dangerous. It does <laughs> <sounds> so
2: dangerous. <laughs> oh my gosh, what about you, Laurie? Have you ever done any of those things?
1: Um no. Um I I think probably the most like the extremist thing I I I probably done is like hiked on some really dan- in some really dangerous place, but no not really i'm not i'm i I would never like i'm adventurous but not to the extent that it feels like your my life could be in danger my life i could literally i wouldn't do that so mountains no let me just say no i haven't
2: you know what my thing is my thing is being a south african woman and being a woman in general i live my life in danger i feel like living is an extreme sport on its own (laughs) Oh, true. It's an true. extreme sport on its own. So why, so why am I going to go jump off a, a plane? <laughs> that is a very... You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. But there are people that, like, get uh, um joy from doing that. So we're not bashing you guys if that's your thing. But, yeah, we're just more definitely. On, let us be safe.
2: Definitely not bashing. Definitely not bashing. I will watch extreme sports. I, I'm just not participating. I'm a scaredy cat. I'm very scared of Same. those things. And Same. what if my heart just jumps out of my throat and then I can see it pumping in my hand and then, oh my gosh, maybe I watch too many movies, but that's <laughs> that's me. That's me, right? So, um, we're going to talk about a little thing uh, called desirability. Lori, could you explain what it is to us
1: before we get into it? Um. Okay, so like, I think we've had, um, okay, personally for me, I thought that desirability can only be on like a romantic scale. So um, maybe attractiveness, but then uh, when you're an expert, it shows up in like different forms. So like you can, um, for example, you can be really desirable uh, in terms of maybe your, um, people wanting to be friends with you or um, people wanting you to work for them. Or people wanting to be in a relationship with you. So, I think desirability for me um, is attractiveness or um, relatability in uh, different forms. I don't know if I'm on the right path, but yeah, yeah, that's what it is for me. I don't know, v, do you want to elaborate? Yeah, I fully agree. I don't think
0: there's
2: more I can add to that. I think I fully agree. Yeah, same. I agree and I, I experience I think when I think desirability I don't think immediately romantically unlike you Lori but I think like being wanted is how I see it you yeah. know what I mean and, and being an expat in China I felt like I experienced that a lot more in the workspace so um, I didn't realize that obviously I knew that there weren't a lot of black people in China but I didn't realize that the market for black female teachers was so high and so many schools and places wanted black South African teachers. It was quite strange to me. And obviously, after a few months of being there, I asked someone, why why is it that so many schools would rather have, well, they're not going to say it out loud, but they will you know, behave in that manner that they want someone South African and please can it be a black woman you know mm-hmm. and I asked them and they said because number one the accent is pretty clean it's not like too many R's being rolled like uh, the Americans and there's not lots of letters missing in a word like the British people they're English so it's quite a clean accent and especially for like toddlers. It's very easy for them to pick it up because it's phonetic. You can hear Mm -hmm. what it says, especially for easy words. And that made me feel quite desired. I'm not going to lie. I felt really good about myself because after leaving South Africa and not being able to find a job, that's one thing that just gives you Mm a pat on the back and being like, you're actually doing something right, you know, actually doing something right. And then after thinking about the workspace, there's obviously, like, friends, romance, you know, out in public. And what would you guys say about desirability in those areas?
1: Um, I think for me, like, um, when I think desirability, I, well, I think about it on, like, the romance, but then also, like, on the friendship. Because I think when you're, like, an expat, for me, um, I'm coming from South Africa, and being a foreign woman in South Africa and dark skinned, like mm-hmm. you're not at um the top of what people at the at what people think is like the most attractive desirable. or desirable exactly. So uh, going into like Tanzania, I was just I still had that, you know, in the back of my head. I just went in, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go about my life. But then like people's reactions to like my dark skin was quite different and I felt like I had a much better like even dating and romantic life there because there was just okay you're dark skin and yeah that's it like people didn't look at it negatively you know or whatever so mm. I think yeah that's that I felt a little bit more desirable there and also like um in terms of like friendships because you are an expat and you're like from a different country and stuff People like okay. Let me just say it invites them into the into the room of being your friends because they're just like oh you're not from here. They're interested. Um, but what I was what I what I do want to add on um especially when it comes to the romantic uh, desirability is that sometimes it can come off as like a fetish because um, yes yeah because obviously like you're foreign so people think that you're exotic or whatever so yeah there are those like nuances and like gray areas here and there so just a disclaimer can I
2: ask you something about that about the the dating and the fetish business how is it as like a foreigner in South Africa then because you've obviously lived here most of your life Mm. if not all of your life but is there a fetish kind of thing when people are looking
1: at you and they're like, Oh, she's foreign? Um no well no. I don't think so. I think in South Africa like it always comes up. It's just like, oh, black beauty or the black of the blurry, the sweet of the juice, or African queen, it's just these mm-hmm. Nubian queen, it's always these um especially yeah. when you date like when well I've never really but like if you do like entertain a, a guy that's like South Africa. Well I did once and but then you'd always call me like my African queen and this and that. And I was just always like, yo, but aren't the other women in this country also African? I it's a bit confusing. I'm gonna try to just say a few things so about that.
0: Um I don't know, like of course like I haven't had um uh, dated people, South African people and it's been it hasn't been a thing or it hasn't come up at all that I'm foreign um mm. but I do find that a lot okay more, um when people do find out foreign like they you know come to hit on you and they find that you're foreign um it already adds to it only adds to that whole thing of like Nubian queen african sister <Linda. sighs> That thing makes me so sad <laughs> It just adds to that more. Someone once looked me in the eyes and said to me, "What is it, my mocha choka, my mocha chocolate queen?" I just met this what? person, <laughs> and I was looking at this other mocha chocolate king, wondering, like, at what point in your life do you... Anyway, let's not get too much into that. But yeah, yeah. um, I think being foreign only adds to that, point, especially if your dogs can the mm. exotic of you if they are attractive but yeah, yeah, yeah. again that's because in a lot of cases specifically in South Africa it can be a yeah. little hard to see you as like a person without adding that layer like it, it, it's more of a prominent layer that I'm dark skinned and then mm. that I'm foreign in SA than it is really anywhere else I've been yeah.
2: true, true it's wild it's uh. <laughs> Men are weird. That's where I'm hearing that one. V <laughs> do you want to say something about desirability and your experience on that? I, I'd like to speak about the friendship
0: aspect. I think here people seem more intrigued because I am like think my accent's are a bit different or they can't really face it, which is not a thing I haven't heard before in South Africa or Um, anywhere else that no one can really place my accent. Um, So people are more intrigued and then because of that they want to get to know you, they want to get to know how you got into their country, how you, someone that looks like them, seems to be traveling and living and working in other places. And for that reason, it makes it easier to make friends because they are already that curious and I'm already curious in general about people. Um, So you get to chatting and then you start to form friendships. Then on top of that, with like when I first got in here, spoken about this a bit, um, I fell into like the whole um, expat bubble. So I was only hanging out with other expats as
2: Um,
0: so people that are expats just want to know other people. Like you're already a traveler, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Curious about places that are foreign to you, or even if it's a place you're familiar with, then it's like something to connect with. Like I. I'm from Germany, and I've lived in Ghana, and yeah, I'm meeting another Ghanaian person, then they feel that, like, relation, they feel that connection with you, because they feel mm. they have already started. they've established some baseline with you, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Make friends.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask, um, how do you get yourself out of that bubble? Because I was in that bubble for a good almost two years.
1: Um. Okay, just, I feel like, uh, in my experience like I actually wasn't in that bubble like I tried to but then it's because like all of the people that are that I was meeting that were expats they were all like from the west so they were all, like either European or they were like from North North America right and they were like all predominantly like um white so like I just felt yeah, after a while, I just couldn't like really immerse myself like completely. I just, I just felt like I needed other Black people, so I just tried to like get to know, um, um, what to call this, other um Black people. And it's not it's not to say that I didn't find I didn't make friends that were like white or Caucasian, but there's just something about, well, for me, there's just something about. Yeah. How did you get out the Bible?
2: No it's 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 like a sense of belonging even though you're in another country you still want to belong to a certain mm. kind of group and you want to be with people that you are more familiar with Yeah I would say that I because um I'm around a lot of like different people mm. I always gravitate towards South Africans in Whatever group we're mm. at, or southern African people, mm. because I feel like we have the same jokes, we 100%. have a similar sense of humor. I get along better with a, a guy from Zambia than a black girl from America, for example. True. Even though we're both black, it's just like we're it's more, different. yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- there's nothing
1: wrong with it. There's nothing agree wrong with it. I agree with that. Because like last year I remember I met um one guy from Zimbabwe towards the end of my stay. Yo, you know, it just felt like talking to someone from home, like they just got everything. Exactly. Like, it was just yeah, you just need that. You yeah, you need that when you're you're an expert. Mm. And you also like you kind
2: of know the same songs. It's like exactly. it just makes sense. <laughs> It makes sense, it just makes 100%, sense.
1: that's true, yeah. makes a lot of sense So yeah, that's how I got out of that bubble
2: That's cool I, I fortunately, obviously, I got, my first roommate was South African Which was the best, because I met her when she was leaving South Africa at the airport mm. And then we just became friends from there and then when we got there, because I'm a quite, I'm pretty friendly. Mm,
1: you, so I you just are. wanted to make friends with a lot
2: of... <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make friends with like some Chinese people so I can understand them and stuff like that. Mm. So I have Chinese friends now too, but I'm not going to lie. I gravitate towards Southern African people, Zimbabwe, Zambians, is Zambia in Southern Africa. Yeah. Yeah. It is. yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's Yeah.
2: static nation. Yeah.
1: And for UV, <laughs> but yeah,
0: for me, how I got out the expect circle mm. bubble,
1: yeah. yeah,
0: um, you know, at, at first it was supposed to be a like conscious effort that I made, but work just got so overwhelming that I ended up being pulled out of it anyway. People, there's always a cycle. People come in and then leave. Mm. Uh, there's like a mm. period where people leave all at the same time. Um and I think I was just traveling so much for work or at home doing work and couldn't leave. Um mm. so I didn't get to meet a lot of the people that came in. And I didn't I don't think I also made the effort to try and like stay in contact in that way. Um mm. so it died a natural and peaceful death resting
2: peace. <laughs> um, <laughs> <R-I-P, Kiki. laughs>
0: Uh, not that's not to say that I don't have like friends that are from outside of Zambia or Southern Africa or you know even Africa. Um, I do, but it's now not like overwhelming when I'm stepping out. And, it's like I'm walking. I'm just I'm in the streets of Europe or something. I'm just hanging out with other Europeans or I'm just hanging out with Americans or just hanging out with West African people. Mm. Um, I have more okay. Zambian friends now, but that's okay. if I do step out because work is so overwhelming. <laughs>
1: I have. Uh, it's just got a nasty flow. Cover. Okay. I have. I Working? have a. Uh, I have a question. So like, um, what do? You, uh, like, who do you guys felt were like the most? Uh, like a fun group from like, um, who do you guys feel like were the mo Of uh, like the most fun group that you got to hang like with.
2: Yeah, find. yeah, like a
1: nationality. South Africans. Um,
0: I think. <laughs> I like traveling with European people. Um I like I think there's something to like about everyone. I like the i like yeah. South African, Southern African humor. Um I like West African humor and playfulness. I think there's something to like in everyone. I think I like that yeah American uh I also like American humor. But I mean all got raised on American TV. South African TV is basically American TV. Um, so I don't know. It's a mix. I, I, there's something
2: to like in everyone. Yeah, there's 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 some there's a group for everything. I think Europeans are the best travel tra- travel buddies. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're ready to go. They stick to the plan. <laughs> yes, they stick to the plan. They're always ready to go. And then I think Southern African people you can sit at home with and have a bride Honestly. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, like, above the southern hemisphere of Africa, those people, I'm not even going to lie to you guys, I've only met people from other parts of Africa that's not in the southern part of Africa, in South Africa. Like, in China, I'm I'm sorry, Laurie, but the Congolese men in China have a bad
1: reputation. no. They have a bad reputation here as well. They have a bad reputation everywhere. So Congolese men uh, do better. Congolese men do better.
2: Yeah. Always in I have a
0: lot of fun with Congolese people. I think they're just so like <laughs> fun. <laughs> they go all out. They say Congolese people are the um, Nigerians of Francophone Africa and I like I fully believe that that's
1: <laughs> yeah, true yeah I think so that's too. true yeah it's like I it's believe like, that it's like Kenyans are the Nigerians of like East Africa and yeah Congolese definitely oh, yeah Congolese definitely have that thing uh, it's
2: true it's so
1: true it is so true
2: I have nothing to say about Americans that's me
1: <laughs> oh I feel like I don't know I just think that they're loud you you can tell when it's a group of them and i just feel like you're it there's it's not necessary you know to be think, that that loud
2: i think that we
0: love america
1: all... though Ooh. yeah
2: wink wink we love america though wink wink
0: <laughs> yeah I,
2: yeah we, we do um
0: i think the thing is when you have a conversation with them you realize how like um American perspective is they don't think mm. of, or disconnect maybe from other parts of the world and how much how new everything is to them because whereas I already have some baseline with really anywhere even if it's like Liechtenstein I'm sure we'll figure something out that we don't know um and no one thinks about Luxembourg or Liechtenstein but there's something that will mm. be able to talk to like somebody from a country I've never been on uh, been mm. to or ever you, you ever. Um, but americans don't seem to know much
2: outside mm, of that's true. America. their bubble
0: about them and their culture they maybe in a lot of cases it's not even that they don't feel the need to learn it's just it's not, they're never confronted with that much yeah. difference cuz you already come in with enough information to communicate with them on their level you know true
1: and um, I, I had like um, last year i was having a conversation with i think and um, there were two uh two of the ladies were from uh Switzerland and then one I think two the other two were like Americans and we are just like discussing like African like you know politics and the one girl uh, like she was an American she's like how do you know so much like how do you know so much about you know the different and i'm just like well i think when you're african like you how do you not know <laughs> like how are you not exposed to what's happening Uh. in Zimbabwe or how do you not know what's happening in Zambia like that's like daily daily maybe we're just yeah yeah that's like your daily bread and your day so they really just focus on like um the American perspective but what I will say though is that like um I prefer like uh white Europeans a lot of them are like really woke especially when it comes to like conversations regarding like race and stuff. Like a lot of especially the Germans that I have met, like yo, they were on par. Like I think they, it's Germans. That the
0: post um can I say this? Holocaust? No, yeah. don't oh, say Holocaust. it. <laughs> like I'm joking. And I'm having really stuck with them that there's a lot yeah. of reflection. Mm-hmm. But let's not give too much credit to Europe. Um, I think they're also not as exposed to difference, but mm-hmm. they have enough exposure that they think sometimes that they know more
1: than they yeah. actually do. And that That's kind of true. A bad thing.
2: That's oh, true.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. yes. That's true. They they really feel like, um, like, for example, if they they have a stance on what democracy is, and democracy should only be in that way. And the way that they've and learned And they know it. so much about it. hundred percent. So when you come in with like, oh no, but in Africa we do, and they just like, but I don't really, they're not really, sh- they're not really open to alternatives. Let me just put it like that. They believe that it but should be excellent. one way and that's
2: it.
0: That's also, you'll find that everywhere. I also think African people are like that Um, a lot of the time. It can be really hard to get into conversations with people about um. I don't know africans have a very strange dual perspective on things that discredit our own knowledge um how do i say this to communicate what i'm trying to say like an african person will see something in europe and be like that's amazing and see this very same thing in africa and think this is a flow in africa and the way we're doing things in this way is going to make us a shame across the continent i don't know i mean across the continent across the globe I don't know mm. if that makes any sense, but um, I also think our perspective uh, is very um, unchanging when it comes to looking outside our borders, or even sometimes inside our borders within the continent.
1: I think so, oh, truly, and that's I think that's true. a
2: personal thing, that's like a people thing, because, like, with some people, obviously, everyone, when you come from a different place, and you raise differently, and you've researched differently, and you know different things, so I've seen it, like, in all kinds of people. African, European, this, that, the other one. Yeah.
1: So, so basically, they, there's always going to be those ones that are, like, I don't want to say ignorant, but those ones that are stubborn to to new perspectives. And then the, you'll find people that are, yeah. like really open. But there's always going to be, like, you know, some form of, like, limit. So, for example, like, with Africans, like, we try to push this – um. Pan Africanism, but there's always gonna be, you know, like some form of limit to how how high your Pan Africanism can go to, if that if that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Yeah, like you're not yeah. Pan
1: African yeah. enough.
0: Mm. To keep everyone everywhere, um, it's really hard to have a limitless perspective on anything. We That's are just the
2: people. True. There are only That's so many
0: wrinkles in our brain,
2: you know. Truly, mm. honestly, and truly speaking. Last question for you ladies before we say ta. I wanna ask what's the favorite what's your favorite thing about your respective country that you have been living in or that you have lived in?
0: Right now for me, oh, let me make it quick because we're running out of time. Right now mm-hmm. for me, um I'm going through an Nishima phase, which I think in the last one I said I'm not an Nishima girly. But I'm in the Shima really for the next couple months, it, it seems. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, always how friendly Zambian people are. Child, like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: What about you, Laurie? Um, so quickly, I think um, what I love most about Tanzanian people is their food. Um, they have great food, and um, the pe- yo the people just love to have fun. Like when it's time to have fun, it's time to have fun. It's no one is sitting in the corner or what. No, there's none of that. Everybody come, join, dance, sing. I love that about them.
2: Let's do what we gotta do. My favorite thing about China, I would say, is um, the carefreeness of everyone. Everyone's just doing their own thing. It feels like you're in an art studio every day. It's so much fun.
1: Like, Love that.
2: Mm.
1: Okay, oh my so guys. we've come to the end Ant- of this episode. Thank you so much for listening in and um, please follow us on all our social media platforms. I think we only have Instagram for now. Instagram. Yeah, please follow us on Instagram. And yeah, thanks for listening.
2: See you there.